Welcome to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast, where a few friends sit down every two weeks to play some games and record the fun for you, the listeners. After an exciting time at the bar was had by all, Gara leads our heroes into the Blue Sector, the seedy underbelly of Cornet City, to grab a bite and pick up some gear. After returning to the Dolo Ranch in the morning, the crew sets off with a new task that doesn't go as planned in Episode 11, Betrayal. So I'm Jamie. I'll be DMing for you today, as always. I'm Brittany, and I'm playing Cass. Hey, I'm Andrew, I'm playing Davik. I'm James, and I'm playing Zero V1. I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Chad. I'm Jason, and I'm playing Vex. I'm Alan, I will be playing Gar, who tonight is a mechanic and politico. You were led on parade by Gar out in a Blue Sector Market, right? Yeah, yeah the big one there with all the yeah. big open air thing. What time is it? Three, four o'clock in the morning, you can just sort of see the early morning sunlight just cracking the horizon at this point. On the way out, I'm going to punch in the GPS number of the school that like, an employee needs to pick this thing out. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep wandering by. <laughs> yep. So, Gar, Ren, and Jad, also knowing the way, I suppose Vecwa too, actually, leads you guys down to a Blue Sector's Market. And this is a massive open-air market, and Gar was not kidding. Whatever you could want to get here, you could get here. Not all of the shops are open at the moment. It is rather late slash early, depending on how you want to look at it. But it is still actually a fairly bustling night crowd. There's a number of people selling tourist trap shops, souvenirs, that kind of stuff. And a number of food stalls as well, with food from all over the galaxy. My original motivation may have been altruistic, but the moment that I smell greasy food, that is my new goal. Whoever happens to be closest to me at the time, I'm going to give another backhanded like tap and back down <laughs> and head towards the food stall. <laughs> Vec is watching Valen and Cass. <laughs> I mean, the only reason why he was going to go was because he, he figured out the point that Gar convinced Cass to go. Nobody else was going to stay there. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. 70 crap. Chase, how do you folks be pulled? It's difficult. <laughs> and when I get to the food stall, I'm going to start counting out some... Gar... <laughs> I really have no idea. <laughs> no, right? It's hot. I don't know why I do that. Vec looks up at Cass. He doesn't know why we do that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to give a shrug and I'm going to start buying breakfast for people. Valen looks a little sheepish, as a matter of fact, on those comments. <laughs> He's kind of in Gar's camp at this. <laughs> Cass laughs. Alright, Gar gets breakfast wraps for everyone. <laughs> The greasiest, saltiest egg sandwich from another planet you've ever had. I'm picturing something like a breakfast burrito, kind of wrap sort of thing, you know. Gar being true son of Corelli, I'm assuming that this is Corellian food and not... Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, we might have stolen a condiment or two from the Euros, <laughs> but it's Corellian meat. <laughs> gotcha. Donair, not a gyro. <laughs> Alright, anything in specific folks are doing while we eat? Cass says, guys, look, we really should... St- Think about heading back. How are we getting back, Gar? I figured we'd swing by a shop here and pick up what we done got from our uh, phone call. Oh, yeah. Then we need to go back. Yep. We should probably take a swing by. I'll show you folks my daddy's favorite lawyer's office. Why do you... You know what? It doesn't surprise me that you know the place to be there. But any time that I've ever heard... I've heard the guy's name before, but I've never been there personally. Interesting. See how he lives, I guess. Well, anytime I get into a little bit of a, a ruckus with Swoop Back, I always make sure that I take a stop by my daddy's lawyer's office. And it's just a habit. It's good. It's a good habit. I'm just chewing over this burrito <laughs> as I'm explaining it to you. <laughs> Alright, let's lead the way. It's, it's yeah. late and we really need to get back home. Yeah, so I mean, unless you're looking to interrupt us, I figure that this can be the way we get our stuff that we took for our duty contribution there. Or yeah, I'm fine with that. Sweet. So I now have a wrecked dress shirt, fancy blue jeans, and a tool belt. <laughs> and I now have a blaster rifle. And I now have a two-encumbrance uranium charge. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you pick that up, I'm just going like, see, that's why we got to go to the Lawyer's office. Wow. Am I right? <laughs> I... Did not think that this was going to show up. <laughs> Don't you want to go to the lawyer's office now? Yes. Hmm? <laughs> I'm going wow. to wander far enough out of the blue sector that I can wave down a cab. Cass slings her arm around Vex's neck and is like, you be careful with that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> see? See how much easier that is? 
Chaz is just gonna look at his new lamb of error and then look at the chair and go, I'm glad I've got this. <laughs> yeah, Cass has her arm around Beck and we're walking down the road. Oh, we obviously oh, went into a sword store. Well, it's not, I'm, I'm not pitching that this was bought for you guys. I'm pitching that there was actually a drop set up yeah. by the Rebellion. There was communication as you were leaving Onderon. They would be set up for you. So in which case, I've just got the balancing device. <laughs> <laughs> you can find someone to put it in for you. Like, to lot to slot it in. But I could. One of us could. If you're just inserting the attachment, it's anyone can do it. It's if you want them to modify it. Ah. Yeah. If, it's, if you're just going for the base, then yeah, click, done. You don't need a mechanic strike to insert an attachment. So yeah, now I'm just looking to wander far Which enough inside of blue sector that we can actually hail a cat um, successfully this time. I'm going to motion to the gun, just be like, don't you want to stop by the lawyer's office? No, I guess right, so. Why is this weed? It ain't weed. You're weird. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> start to sober up a little. <laughs> when we call a cab, we might want to mention to bring a big one. Oh, oh call for a van cab, rat, rat. Mm-hmm. Wow. V, V, I'm sorry. I didn't get you anything. Breakfast is good, though, right? Breakfast is fine, Gar. Kind of smiles and pat. Don't condescend me. That's <laughs> kind of like, I, front. Oh, God. <laughs> Valen's just kind of like, can't win. Hey, Mr. Three Brawn here has been drinking all night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I figure we're at that time okay. of the morning where you're just a yeah. little, coming down a little weird. <laughs> so... Before we uh, get out of Blue Sector, I'm going to kind of look over at Ren. So, Ren, when did all these Imperials end up showing up here? She gave a shrug. She's like, a few months ago now. Just kind of been more and more appearing each day. Darn shame. You guys, some news? There was some news. Um, yeah, they're taking credit for your work. Um, uh, that might have... Phelan's shoulders slump just a little bit more at the reminder of that news. So, Davik will sort of, like, catch up a little bit as you guys are starting to talk about that. So, I did a bit of research when I was in the bar. Nerd. Car's still quite drunk. <laughs> I'll just, like, you know, narrow my eyes at you for a bit, but then I'll keep going to what I was talking I'm about. I'm look at your bug eyes. Blah. That's huge! Gar. Eat your sandwich. Do it again. Valen chimes in. Please keep going, Davik. So... I think the ISB is looking into this case. Really? Yeah. Well, that's just great. Note for continuity, you guys did see the news broadcast when you were on Onderon that there was at least one agent there. But, back to specifically talking about the poor death of the king and the terrorists that committed it. That that don't seem so great. No, it's not. Am I... Well, that's confusing. How was that... I said, that's great. He thinks I'm being literal. Gar, eat your sandwich. Fancy city words. Fancy city? I grew up on a farm. Then what the hell's wrong with you? Gar, eat your sandwich. I'm trying. You got saying fancy city words. It's poor for the digestion. Look, there's a cab. Get I the keep trying. Gar, howdy. I give a, the, the cab a slot up on the top of it. Yep. Um, can you call your dispatch and tell them that you have a special day package and that you're going to the lawyer's office? You sound like the lawyer's office, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dispatch should tell you where. You have a code word set up with the taxi cab. <laughs> yeah, I can't see Gar always remembering to keep a wallet on him and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you know, he kind of clicks on He's like, hi, yeah, Frank... I got some drunk guy in here talking about a special dispatch. No, special day! Sorry, sorry. Special day package? For Dolo! I'm trying to shout at him while he's got the button on. <laughs> well, he ain't listening none. <laughs> and the boy can't understand like, the accent. Oh. Where are you from? <laughs> Is he not from Karelia? <laughs> well, you can't understand my accent none? You can get Just... it in my cab. What? What's your number, boy? Gar? <laughs> this is the worst Sir, look. day. I'm sorry. You're gonna make me drop Gar. my sandwich. Please, just eat your sandwich and be quiet for like five minutes. Calm. Please. Just <laughs> the cab company. Okay, so while this is all going on, I step back and use my calm, because we all have comms, to call the cab company <laughs> and go through what I assume is something that I've had to do multiple times. So. Relaying special day package, relaying the actual address of the lawyer, <laughs> saying that one of your current drivers is refusing to, to pick up the special day package, if you'd be so kind as to send another. Alright, so within 
minutes of that call, a second cab pulls up, <laughs> and the door opens, and the cab is like, uh, Mr. Dolo, uh, your friend, sir, by all means, please. <laughs> make, make grandiose hand gesture and motion to the cab. <laughs> we have some luggage to put in the back. <laughs> the yeah. cab is like, absolutely, gets out, starts moving the luggage for you. Puts his hands on the case that has your luggage in it. So, that one... Uh, Focus on what you're doing. <laughs> I go for it. It's nice to see professionals. Thank you. Absolutely, Mr. Dillow. We apologize for any issues that you might have had. Oh, no issues. If if you got the the pad, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you a sign you a tip. He I'm, passes I'm looking, it over. I'm looking around. I'm just trying. Whatever. I, I again, I don't know what the economy of Corelli is, but I'm assuming that I'm going to write him like a fairly generous tip. Right. Of my father's money. <laughs> but I'm going to give it, like, again, because I'm still kind of liquored. Once I sign it and put the <laughs> little stylus back on the pad, I'm going to give up. thank you. <laughs> so, the new cabbie takes you over to the lawyer's office, which I assume is just checking. Is there anything specific that you're looking to do? No, I mean, I'm just going to tell him what I did last night. Yeah, and he <laughs> kind of, like, he's like, I, I you know. know. Like, well, I mean, at this point, I'm not even sure that they'd get the lawyer out for me. They might even get the law student out for me. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I'm just going to go through, and it's all going to be confidential information, and they're going to figure out what damage control is. <laughs> yeah, the lawyer himself speaks with you just because it's been a while since you've been on planet, and he's mm-hmm. touching pace, you know, courtesy to your father. He, in fact, already knew about this because Corsac relayed a license plate that was registered to your father's private cars, being involved in a number of traffic violations mm-hmm. yesterday, and he's already been cleaning up that particular... Oh, hell, was I the only Dolo son out tonight? <laughs> Shit, that's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I suppose they all at the ranch. I... Oops. <laughs> I figure some of the boys will be elsewhere in town. <laughs> Who knew? So with that done, I assume that a car is called to bring you guys back? Yep. And... Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to be sipping Jawa juice in the lawyer's office, finishing my burrito, and I mean, this has been a good night for me. Yeah. So you... And compare notes with Ren about the numbers <laughs> that we've collected. All right. As the morning progresses, uh, a few minutes later, you're told that your car is there, and sure enough, there is a uh, limousine outside waiting to take you guys back to the ranch, complete with complimentary minibar inside. Limousine. <laughs> oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> minibar only stocked with juice and water. <laughs> And maybe some, like, equivalent of Tums. Yeah. <laughs> a couple time on in there. So once we're all in and settled, I'm going to start looking to see if they have any lube for OB. Like, you've done a good thing tonight, OB, and I'm just going to start wrestling around for whatever it is that I know that he enjoys. So assume you I'm just going to toss at him. <laughs> I'm not going to give you, the, like, the, the thumb click at the point there that keep it up. <laughs> so the ride back takes a fair bit longer than the ride into town took. <laughs> I think you could have done better. <laughs> this ride didn't get us into any trouble. Really? I'm gonna knock on the window. Partition comes down. Who was in the garage this morning? I don't have enough for you. I'm, I'm wondering if my father was there. Nope. Huh? You might be right. Thanks. They're <laughs> <laughs> gonna roll it back up. You guys can decide to describe what your particular moods are on the drive back. Valen has been quiet as ghost for pretty much the entire ride. Pretty much since breakfast, to be honest. Do I notice? I'm not sure I do. I'm not waiting sure you for do. you to like. Because if I notice, I'll respond to it. But he's Pass not being notices. sulky about it. He's yeah. just being quiet. That's probably not a way to get guard to notice no. you. <laughs> and Beck was trying to keep an eye on because he already had his fire. Uh, he's not super obsessed with like keeping around the bomb so much as he was just blown away that it could <laughs> show up and exist in front of him. It's, it's not like he needs to be constantly. Oh, and, and yes, all of your luggage was transferred over to the limo too. By the way. <laughs> Alright, so you arrive back at the Dolo Ranch. Slight bit of retconning. I'm reasonably certain that in my initial description of this ranch, I gave it having a uh, quarry-type area on one aspect of it. Further reading the Corellia, those places are illegal on this planet. So that does not exist. Everything else I described is still there. Just all Dolo industry, actual infrastructure is up in orbit, like every other piece of industry on this planet. I guess I was just picturing it having been regulatory classes like industry, sorry? Because medium and heavy industry is illegal. But light industry is not. Okay. We'll never see that. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, I, obviously the massive refinery work would be done in orbit. I suspect that this is, you know, I mean, oh, again, for audience at home, finger quotes are happening every time I say light industry. <laughs> Palms are being greased. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either way, that's fine. Well, I mean, just to uh, avoid too much of a retcon. All right. Yeah, that works for me. All right. So you arrive back at the ranch. You know, you were taken right up to the grounds of the houses. 
doors are open for you. Valen gets out and pretty much gives a, you know, a smile of thanks for the distraction. Heads towards his particular guest house. Sleep well, V. Cass calls after him. He kind of half turns. Do you have a minute for a talk? Sure. What we're talking about? No. Out of the guard? <laughs> Gar. Gar, maybe you want to go to sleep. Well, hell yes, I'm going to go to sleep, but I ain't missing out on a party. You don't want to get too distracted. You want to go to sleep. You doing anything fun? No. I right. no, <laughs> 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 looking to point at you kind of warily. I'm just like, this had nothing to do with you. <laughs> sit back down into the seat. <laughs> um, so uh, at this point, Cassin and Valen head towards Valen's guest house. And as you guys make it into yours, the protocol droid that is there, as you're kind of the one at the beck and call, gives a, welcome back, masters. And he kind of looks around. He's like, I do hope you had a fun night of carousing and revelry. A slight note. Master Dolo quests that day, and he takes the briefest of seconds to kind of click back into his merry bags and, and click back in. Mr. Ulat. Ulat, Ulak. I'll just sort of like step around. Like, Here, yes, it's Ulat. Ulat, excellent. Master Dietlam wishes to speak with you in his office at your earliest convenience. Oh, yay. Okay. Thank uh, you. Is that a private meeting, or it is... Uh... Master Dolo wish that I accompany Mr. Ulat. No, uh, it is a private business meeting between Mr. Ulat and his employer, Mr. Dietl. Oh, sorry. I pass the protocol to ride the tinfoil from the back of Perio and head up to my room. <laughs> Davik's shoulders are going to slump, given that I know like how crazy from Gar's stories of his father. I can just picture like the fact that you're, you know, giving your condolences. Is still, like. Uh, uh. Jan's just gonna kind of grin and pat him on the back a few times. <laughs> After hearing the news, like, then that you know I have a meeting with Dietlam Dolo, I'm gonna go up to my room and change into like oh shit, I'm still wearing the clothes that I wore to the festival. Yes. Those are like the best clothes that I had. Yes, um, they, they, they smell like bar and street food and are rather wrinkled. He's laundered <laughs> yeah, fairly. Okay, I mean you know it'll take probably an hour to get a shower kind of thing. Okay, cool. We'll do that. Well, in that case, then. I'm stripping naked, putting my cowboy hat over my face to keep the light out of my eyes, and going to sleep. All right. Um, <laughs> one thing, though, too, I will do is while every moment I'm not, like, actually cleaning myself, I'm going to be doing research on the Dolo family. I have the education knowledge now, if that also can plays a part. Education does, because you basically get to roll anything on it. It's just a okay. hard check. Yeah. If that plays a part. Basically going to look up as much information as I can about... Dietlam as well. But of course, it's mainly just like sort of their business practices and dealings and stuff. <laughs> just so I can walk in without being like, um, like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Do my homework. So, in uh, the second guest house, Valen being the gentleman opens the door to let Cass in first. And Cass asks if they can sit on the porch. He motions to the stairs and says, of course. Sits down beside you. She sits in silence for a minute. He sits there awkwardly, not really sure what to do or say at this particular moment. <laughs> he needs training on how to exist in the state of Gar. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of practice. I grew up in a place kind of like this. Not quite so extravagant, but kind of like this. You can see the stars. And if we didn't have to leave... If, if things weren't the way they were, I, I would honestly be content to stay here for a long time. He holds back a smile and a laugh and says, well, you know, we are sitting on the steps of the mansion right now. Yeah, that's first for me. Uh, yeah, we definitely did not have stuff like this where I grew up. So what's bothering you? Uh, any particular order you wanted in? Whichever ones you want to talk about. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, I clearly added to your discomfort and loathing hatred of last night, which was the last thing I wanted to do, and I feel like a jackass about it. Um, my father's dead. My uncle, I'm pretty sure, arranged his assassination. Um, I am a war criminal on my own home planet, and on top of this, when all of that went down, I ran away. Well, about last night, that's all on me. That has nothing to do with you. Alcohol or not, I've still got eyes. Again, my problem, not your problem. As for everything else, 
I wish I could make it better. I'll do everything that I can to make it better. But. Okay. As far as last night, I'm sorry. Accept the apology and I'll be okay. Okay, thank you. I accept your apology. He uh, smiles and blushes just a slight bit. And then he goes, as far as my home world, you can. Get me in touch with the rebellion. And I don't mean as a political favor. I don't mean diplomats or as someone looking to... I don't want to be an asset. I want to join them. I'm going to get my planet back and I'm going to be on the ground when I do it. That I can do. Good. Thanks. Yes? I'm expecting to wake up at about nine or so because I have to go see the triplets, but I'm asleep and I just didn't want you to roll through time too far. I know that you're going through everybody that is not me. I just wanted to make sure that you're not going to go further than about 9 a.m. or so, because I need to go wander over the triplets. My assumption is it's about 7 a.m. right now, yeah. so that's about two hours away. Yeah, yeah. If you follow the hour shower that I mentioned and then go immediately, that's fine. Otherwise, let me know if you're taking longer. No, I'm not taking longer. All right. Yeah, Chad, just... for the record, is just immediately passing out face down after dropping his pants and <laughs> is snoring so loud that any- anybody in the adjacent rooms can hear him. <laughs> Unless... The rooms are really well soundproofed. They're probably really well soundproofed. <laughs> <laughs> um, they might be faintly aware of like a rumbling sound. As I'm wandering around, sort of getting ready, I'm gonna go in. And I'm sure that after parties, after races, probably have sort of seen this kind of situation happen. <laughs> I'm gonna just set Jad up so that he's okay. Sort of the neuro equivalent <laughs> of the recovery position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just gonna give him like a just sort of pat on the like between the shoulders and just yeah, yeah keep going. Hang his head off the bed so the blood stays rushing into his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, whatever the freaking bug-eyed reptilian aliens recovery position is. Thanks, brother. Uh, Beck is going to that room that had the hollow communicator and is recording a really long, really like down and sad, essentially a, a message to later give to his mom about how he fucked up everything and. Literally, their family is fucked because of this, this <laughs> the same thing that, like, he always got in trouble for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just recording that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else in specific about between Valen and Cass at the moment? Or are they just enjoying each other's company on the front porch? I think they're just enjoying each other's company on the front porch. Alright. And, you know, there's probably She's a bit... She's probably, like, kind of leaning up against him a little bit. Yeah. Does not shy away? And, you know, I, I assume that actually following off the, the initial start of the conversation, he asks a bit more about where she grew up, and, you know, then he talk about his childhood, you know, that kind of bonding. So, about the time he needs to wake up. Okay, we're not there yet, but <laughs> yes. I'm going to provide him with, like, probably whatever his traditional after his greasy food hangover remedy is, <laughs> and then I'm going to bring two practice swords to Prince Valen. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we will get to that in a second. All right, so, Davik. Yeah. You've showered. You've yep. got your laundered clothes back on. Yep. They say there was going to be like a... You would have... There you'd have in the controls available in your room, you'd be able to flag a car to come up and get you. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, because it was at your earliest convenience. Yeah. At this point, though, I would imagine earliest convenience is probably... Get there as quickly as you. Yeah, yeah. Code yeah, four look yeah. presentable, but yeah, get your ass yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I gathered that. So, no, as I was finishing up, I would have called for a car. All right, so the car comes up and gets you and brings you back down to the main house that you were at last night. Yeah. You were amazed to find that, like, even as you're walking up. Now, granted, the party was in the backyard. You come into the front, yeah. but there's no tattered streamers anywhere. There's no discarded glasses. Yeah. Like, as far as you can tell, this is a pristinely kept house that. Clearly, didn't have any sort of major gathering in it recently. And yeah, so guides you up to uh, the second floor to uh, Deatlam's office and knocks and announces you and then opens the door for you to head in. I'll sort of, a little hesitant, mainly just because I wanted, like, you know, I don't want to just walk in. Is Deatlam is there, I'm assuming? Yeah, oh yes. Oh, yeah. So as described before, rather spacious office, window overlooking the ocean behind the house, with a massive desk that Deatlam is currently sitting behind right now. He's got a data pad in hand and scrawling away with another. Kind of comes in he's like, ah, <clears throat> Mr. Uh, Ulat, is it? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Come in, come in, please. I'll walk in rather sort of nervously. <laughs> yeah, so you know, he kind of stands up and as he does, he brushes the imaginary dirt from his hands from the documents that he was just using and circles around the desk and offers you a firm handshake. As he's sort of maneuvering around the desk, I will also 
also just sort of clean myself up, but again, instinctively trying to wipe the imaginary grease off my hands. So you touch your butt and then off you shake Well, no. Thigh, you know. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. So it's as, a mechanic thing. Exactly. So yeah, no, as he get, comes up from me, I'll, I'll certainly take his hand. And uh, so he's like, please, please, come in. Can I get you anything? Jawa juice? That would be fantastic. Thank you, yes. Excellent. You know, heads over to the desk. and Actually, not even the desk. He'd be on him and just kind of presses at his uh, communicator. And he's like, yeah, Fran? Yeah, two Jawa juice. Uh, one with... Uh, Cream? No, no sugar. You know the missus doesn't want me having that. And, uh... Oh, just black. It's fine. Yeah, just black. Excellent. Thank you, Dave. And so that's brought in, and kind of motions for you to have a seat at a, you know, a small little sofa and, and table, and he's like, I wanted to discuss, uh, your, uh, outstanding debt to my, my family and corporation, if you don't mind. Uh, certainly, yes. I'll take his direction. I'll sit down on the couch. And he kind of, you know, takes a sip. He's like, now... Uh, my son tells me that you are quite the fine mechanic. Uh, I've been doing it all my life, sir, yes. Excellent. And you are confident in your skills? Yeah. I, I've bet not only my own life, but my, my brother's constantly, and yeah, I would not have done so if I wasn't confident in my skills. Excellent. Excellent, my boy. It's good to see someone who knows where he stands in his attributes and his skills. I'm quite proud of that. Sort of a nervous smile comes kind of <laughs> across his face. Now, tell me, your, your brother and you, are you from Duros itself, or are you, uh, pardon the expression, colonial folk? No, no, we, we are from one of the cities around Duros, yes. Excellent. This would be something of a homecoming for you. Uh, yes, sir. Now, as you are aware, now while my son's name is part of the paperwork as well, you are listed as my chief operator on board, uh, uh, what was the name that you gave it? And then he kind of reaches over and grabs his data pen. He's like, the Platinum Minoc. God wouldn't have had a hand in that, would he? Out of game, I think it was... Did we know that it was... The, no, it was the triplets playing a joke on <laughs> but, the but it, was, it, was it like something that you would have made aware? Or? I was aware of it the moment the documents were delivered. Okay. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'll... I'll yeah, so I, yeah, it seems as though he had a hand, but yeah, I'm not sure. It, it seemed almost like an inside joke. Ah, yes, yeah, it'd be for my other sons. The ones who arranged this for me. So, uh, are you fully aware of this particular... Are you aware of the details of our arrangement? Essentially speaking, the Platinum Minoc, while yours, uh, is technically leased and registered under the Dolor oh, Corporation yeah, yeah. as part of the Merchant's Guild. Yeah, I'll nod as he asked that. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, I, I was aware. Excellent. Uh, are you also aware that I am fully apprised... Of my sons and your altruistic endeavors. You know, for the sake of freedom, one would say. Of course. I would imagine that someone in your position would have knowledge of a great many things, especially when it came to your family. You are a perceptive one. Excellent. Well, in that case then, I feel it is best that we settle the matter between us as swiftly as possible, and it will not be difficult. I have a number of um, charitable endeavors taking place on doors. I am one of the corporations. I, pardon, head one of the corporations that is working towards the revitalization of your planet's surface. Now, it's not a huge moneymaker, I will admit, but sometimes you just have to pay back. Unfortunately, uh, a number of my uh, atmospheric cleansers have had a bit of a snag. And so I'd like someone to head over and uh, essentially lead my engineering team. To repair them shouldn't be any more than a week's worth at most. And now, normally speaking, I would just send one of my own men, but tensions between Duros and Corellia are at a bit of a high point at this moment. And if I could have, again, pardon my expressions, a native uh, lead in the efforts, it would help make things a bit easier. So, here is my arrangement for you. I would like you to take the uh, Platinum Minoc and her crew, as you have listed on this, uh, and he flips this open, he's like, one Gardolo. One uh, Cassio Equate, uh, one Vectilma, one Jad Lakbrat, and uh, a, a droid by the name of Zero B One, currently the property of my son. Mm-hmm. Head over to Duros, make these repairs for me. At that point, I will sign over the Minoc to you as an independent contractor of the Dolo Corporation. You will be paid, of course, as an employee, and we will consider the debt between us to be square. Well, I mean, I, I. Well, how can I say no? Excellent. You leave later today, then. 
Oh, uh, I, yeah, I, I suppose I'll, I'll, I'll run it by everyone else. Uh, uh, you can let them know, but I need you to leave tonight. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, yeah. Excellent. He kind of gets up, he's like, well, if you'll excuse me that, I'm afraid I do have some efforts, uh, you know, businesses to run. Thank you very much for your time, sir, and, and hold yeah. your hand forward. Yeah, he, like, as he starts moving, I'll have like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, yeah, take his hand forward. Yeah, so he shakes it and then shows you the door. <laughs> Thank you again, sir. Much obliged. I'll find my way out. All right, so uh, by that point, time is shifting forward, and you head over and bring Gar his uh, hangover cures. <laughs> so we're at 9 a.m. now? Yeah, about that. Good. Like, Alarm's gonna just going off. Obi walks in. Get Obi. <laughs> and I'm gonna stand up and do the Navy shower thing. I mean, like, just hair, pits, crotch, ass, <laughs> and out the door kind of thing. And, um, I'm gonna take... Honestly, I'm picturing, after the greasy breakfast, double fist and whatever the Corellian equivalent of orange juice, and is it Java juice or Java? Java. OJ and Jawa juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll, you know, I know a, a towel wrapped around me kind of thing. I'm just going to start wandering across the compound to where the triplets hang out. In just the towel? Yeah. Well, and the hat. Come on now. You don't want to be indecent. <laughs> Do I see him? Oh, definitely yes. You and uh, Valen are currently sitting on the step. Obi hasn't made his way over to you just yet. And uh, there is a towel-clad gar in cowboy hats. Sauntering his way down the lane towards the main house. I'm double fist in my drinks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I yell after Gar. Gar, can I come with you? Pans, can I use your communicator first? Yep. So I'm going to wait for her to come over, and uh, I'm going to pass whichever one I happen to be holding in my left hand and take her communicator. Before, before she leaves, she gives Valen a quick kiss on the cheek and takes off. Ooh. All right. He uh, is stunned by the action and doesn't have a chance to respond before you take off. <laughs> that was the plan. I just want to call him in to see the the triplets, because if Chert and Pody are there, it's fine, but uh, I don't think Abo would appreciate, because he's the one with the, the most replacements, yeah. I don't think that he would appreciate having company, so I just, I'm just i chiming into the triplets to see who's in there. You know these characters better than I do. What's the percentage chance that one of them would be gone? Any one of them would be gone? I'd say half. What is the percentage chance that Abo is gone? At this time of morning, I'd say decent, because he spends uh, longer in his room. He's more sullen not and I will super say yes. happy about the not having most of a body part thing. Cool. I would say yes, then. He's not there. Okay. Um, so is it Chert and Pody, or is it uh, yes. just one? Okay. He's back. <clears throat> Howdy, boys. I'm uh, swinging by to pay the visit I said I would. Do you mind if I bring a, a lady friend guest? They protest for a few minutes. Like, not, like, seriously, but it's like... Only because it's you, Gar. Well, I reckon I owe you folks a thank you, and she was the direct recipient of your best efforts, and your joke, <laughs> so <laughs> I figure we should get a chance to thank you in person. This just sounds so dirty. <laughs> Cass doesn't particularly like being referred to as a, what did you say, a lady friend? Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't particularly care for that, but she I'm doesn't sure make Gar a- noticed. No, but she doesn't make a big fuss out of it, she's just like, oh. They kind of give a laugh, they're like, well, we know you only like the best class of anything. <laughs> yeah, you and buzzards, apparently. <laughs> anyway, be by soon. I'm going to click the column off, and I'm going to flip it to you when you go to catch, and go take my drink back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start wandering. All right, so you guys saunter down at this point. If uh, I see any of the family, I'm going to give a salute with one of the glasses. Depending <laughs> <laughs> on who they are, they'll either wave or have like a, oh, why is he a towel? <laughs> <laughs> So, Zero B1 heads over to visit Valen with the two practice swords. I assume you're still slightly blushed. <laughs> yep. And uh, he does, in fact, have the reaction of, like, Obi. Oh, Obi. Right, of course. Yes. Can shakes himself out of his own days. <laughs> is this morning good? Absolutely, yes. Well, I'm going to say Valen is a fairly particularly good student, so I would like you to assemble me a melee uh, pool. He's All right, so I'm going to give you an average difficulty of this. <laughs> okay. I don't think that there's any catastrophic need of failure, so I don't feel that you deserve any sort of challenge dice. I am going to say that Valen's hungoverness and distractedness do add in one setback die. What's accuracy do, anyway? Uh, that's a boost die. So if I if I was going to train him with my vibrosaur? Yes, yeah. you can get a boost die. I just assume you turn the setting down. Like, yeah. 
How motivated would you like to be? <laughs> uh, so, success, triumph, and three advantage. Okay. So, over the course of probably most of the day, actually, you train Valen quite well. Now, this isn't like a all one type. Like We're not talking <laughs> training montage in there, but at the end of the day, he's an expert swordsman. But he does already seem to have some basics down, uh, and you guys make some excellent progress. Uh, is there anything in particular that you'd like to do with the advantage or triumph? I don't know whether or not it's within the vein of what a triumph on this is. I'm kind of making up this check as I go, so... Cool. <laughs> um, as Opie's original training is in training Padawan, mm-hmm. could my triumph be that Balin is more sensitive? Okay. Yes. Damn. Nice. <laughs> I'm not even going to say that Obi actually realizes that fact, or that Valen realizes that fact, but... You just sync up. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, and it's almost as if the accuracy uh, and the speed that he is both learning your lessons and reacting to your attacks and parries almost, like, unlocks old training programs in you that you've never used before. And you, like, you don't even fully click into what the words mean, but yes. Cool. I really need to make sure that that is noted down. <laughs> <laughs> and then... You head over, and it's not a side house, but it's almost like one of the side buildings of the main house is the the twins' dormitory slash... It would be essentially... All of their needs would be layered fairly close to each other. Yep, and... Triplets, yes, thank you. I would be... No matter what state my my drinks are in, I'm setting them down outside because there's computers and computers and computers in here, and I've been told before not to spill shit on their stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And medical equipment, too. (laughs) Yeah. So... Gonna uh, take a walk in and just be like, now, I reckon it's uh, gonna be unfortunate that you're not gonna meet uh, Abo, but uh, it also means we don't have to go through decontamination. <laughs> Alright. He only has a dialysis when he needs to come out for extended periods of time, otherwise we go clean to get in. Uh, yeah. Does, so. Has Cass heard anything about his the triplets before? No. Um, the no. only reference that you would have heard to them was when you first got the ship, Gar got a brief hologram from a, like, Holovid star level of attractiveness, handsome, younger sibling, mm-hmm. who specifically was referred to as one of the triplets. Mm-hmm. Like, beautiful man. Yeah. <laughs> so, this might not fully sync up for you at the moment of, like, what? Okay. Yeah. Just heading in and um, go by uh, Owl's room there, because, again, he's like I said, he's probably still yep. plugged in wherever he's doing, and... Uh, I, I don't know, I'm picturing, like, a rack of freaking computers and monitors and the, the triplets hanging out. Like, when they feel like being social with each other, this is where they come, kind of thing? Yep. Yeah, and I will actually let you describe both triplets that Cass meets. Probably okay. have a better grasp than I do. Well, Poldy is... He's wheelchair-bound, but you can't see his lower part because he has a blanket over his midsection. He is completely bald, and you can see that there are a lot of surgical scars here, and... Anybody with a decent perception at all will notice that his uh, left eye on the side with all the surgical scars is artificial. There's a tiny... Like, the lag isn't noticeable other than it's... You can see it's not organic. You know, as it focuses and goes. Um, they're both very pale. They don't get a lot of sunlight. They seem healthy. Church, for his part, he seems mobile. But from here to here in his torso is cybernetics... His entire right arm is a massive cybernetic jack and computer interface. He's missing the right leg, and the knee on the left side has been replaced. And, yeah, again, very fit. He still has the dolo frame and physique, but a little more gaunt than the rest of the dolos. A lot more pale, and the one that is upright actually has no hair at all. And instead of having the characteristic green dolo eyes, it looks like he has some more cataracts. For personality types, they're both reasonably outgoing. I mean, they spend their lives on chat rooms and yep. hold these massive 4chan user. Like, he just... <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? He just, they just live on the internet. And so, uh, when you enter in, kind of both chairs swivel, and it's kind of like, Gar! Howdy! And I'm gonna lean in and give them both hugs, and, uh, to an outsider, it might look awkward when I give, I mean, the other one a hug while he's sitting down, but I mean, it's an incredibly practiced motion for guard. Just lock him up a big hug. Both of them hug you back, and then they're both going to smile and wave hi to Cass. I'm like, hi, pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you as well. I've heard, well, to be frank, I haven't heard much about you. Guard, you wound us. Well, not as bad as the egg used to already. You can take it. 
Uh, and one of those got like, well, it'll just make me smile that much more every time I think of you pulling into a starport on a ship called the Platinum Minoc. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's at least half, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I give him a wide smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I owe you boys all thanks, and, well, I reckon if I uh, stick around planet side for a while, I'll make sure to speak to Abbo while he's, uh, in a better mood, and kind of look around like, you know, is he in a funk right now? Chirk gives a nod, but kind of like a half shrug, like, yeah, he's in a funk, but it's kind of like, you're not going to be on planet side very long, though. No? No. Pa's got you guys shipping out later tonight. You're doing an errand for him. Ah, we can give a shrug. You know where you're sending me? Yeah, Duro. Well, yeah, I reckon you're, you'll have to pass along my thanks. I suppose I'm being recorded. And I kind of give a wave up to wherever <laughs> I think the camera might be. Abo, oh yeah, your sense of humor's still bad. A voice sulky over the speaker comes back with, "So is your fashion sense." <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> now, it's my fortunate the cat uh, seer came with me. I was asking, actually, gonna hit you folks up for another favor. Apparently, Cass here is well. She can explain it better than I. It's just a personal thing. I, I've been I've been out of touch with my brother for the past five years or so, and I'm Gar says you have a, a way of finding people, so I'm wondering if you can. No, no, no. They have a way of finding everything. I have no idea where he is. I have no idea if he's still alive. It, is it useful for her to tell you where she grew up and stuff, or if you already? At this point, without answering that question, one of the triplets just kind of like a hand waves forward and swipes, and a, a holographic display kind of appears in front of him. And there's a number of fields in it, and he's like, "So what's your name? Your name? My name? Mm. Uh, Cassie Wakeway." All right. So in the display, so you can see the waveform of your words kind of popping up, and you know, so that comes across, and it's a millisecond later, your name fills into one of the forms, and he's like, "And your brother's name? Kirsten. And where'd you grow up? Chandler. Fills in. About how long ago did you say you saw? Five years or so. Kind of that fills in. Anything else you think we should know? He's a hell of a pilot. He's probably in the Rebellion. Huh? Out of the Rebellion. Okay. Would. I kind of give a shrug at the <laughs> That was his plan five years ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Twins give a shrug. He's like, see what I can find out for you. It's hard to keep a secret from them. It's just easier to not. Oh, the things I can tell you about this boy. I would believe all the Hell, I would tell it in a much more entertaining way than this guy would. <laughs> oh, I don't know, guy. There was that uh, drink contest you had with the Hutt's daughter. Well, I would tell the first half of that story in a better way. <laughs> I-, I consider that story to be a bit of a two-parter. The, the first half of that story is fine. <laughs> Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate you looking into this for me. Uh, before I answer that, using Gar as a barometer of social class, mm-hmm. where do the triplets fall in that? Poldy, I think, as I said, was the one in the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah, he's the avid 4chan user. He has no class. <laughs> all um, right. That's all I need to know. <laughs> Chert is a little classier than Gar. He's certainly more sophisticated in his language, but... No, okay, so uh, Poldy was the one in the chair? Yeah. So uh, Poldy's the one that smiles like, anything for a lady friend of Gar's. Cast thinks about it for a second and then decides not to say anything. Especially such a hot one. <laughs> Do I notice any of her reaction? Just how obvious are you being in your, uh... I'm trying to be not obvious. Okay, that I don't. <laughs> okay. I'm learning to internalize. <laughs> anything Adolo says to me, I just go, and just let it go. If you were more obvious about it, Gar would stick up for you. He'd totally punch a cripple if he thought that would count. <laughs> no. No, Cass is, Cass is trying to learn to be not to take it personally. So, anything else in particular with the triplets? Just catching up for a bit and then heading out? Yeah, no, I just, you know, I mean, shooting the shit with the family. Yeah. And um, I'll probably ask them to borrow a data pad so that I can start reading where on the way back where Dylan is sending me, but... I'm having a great time. <laughs> so uh, all of that is done. The data pad has, you know, basic information on the Reformation Project for Duros. And, I mean, even Gar is smart enough to know that this is entirely just, like, it's a PR campaign. Yeah, and again, it probably makes sense to Gar to send one of the songs. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm going to say that your training goes for the rest of the day. You compose your last will and testament. 
basically. Well, and because uh, also Vec doesn't think that even if the rebels can get his family off planet, that he's going to be seeing them for a while because they're probably going to be sort of separate. So this is like write this up. And then once he's recorded, anyway, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, see if he can get in contact with a rebel cell somewhere. Uh, at the moment, you can't. I mean, he, he was going to wait anyway until everybody got oh, back okay. together. So uh, you all meet up at the guest house. Can I have gotten clothes at some point? Uh, yes. All right. Jed's definitely woke up and showered. And now that, you know, I mean, I'm getting ready for the day, I'll actually have a, a, a proper shower. Oh, if we're all doing that, then Cass is totally wearing pants, finally. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm happy to have... dress? Yeah, I'm happy to have my gun, my tools, and my hat. Like, I'm set. Right, so, I've got uh, my guns, duh. I got the protocol drawer. gun, two. To clean and pack your dress. <laughs> so, I mean, we're still early. So I'm saying it's about lunchtime at this point, probably. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you know how long things are taking? How do things with my daddy go? Uh, so... Surprisingly well, actually. Oh, excellent. Yeah, um, we have a job. Um, I have to, we have to go to Duro. Um, I guess one of the corporations that your father is a part of, um, or heading, uh, is trying to improve the environmental situation on Duro. And I guess he just wants us to go and provide a little bit of a figurehead for the repairs on some of the filtration systems. When do we leave? Tonight. I'll go make preps. Before we go, I would like to check in with Captain Colmar, if possible. Let him know we're going to be off planet. Because as far as he knows, we're staying here. So I want to check in with him so he knows where we are. Uh, i walk you to the signal. Is Deetlum going to be watching Valen? Is really he bring that up? I didn't really want to bring up anything else besides that. Okay. Maybe that's the assumption, then? I don't know. I, I just... I... I... I just didn't, I didn't really know what to expect, so I was just sort of going along with what was being said. Yeah, I know how that goes. Well, what did my daddy say? Uh, that if we do this job for him, that he would sign over the Platinum Minoc to us as a independent contractor. Well. And we... that we, the debt would be square. Well, that's excellent. Who, who, who did he give clearance for the mission? I don't understand your question to help Andrew answer that. Mm. <laughs> What's the crew roster? Oh, oh, and yeah, I'll just name us. Valen's name is not on that list. Oh, I suppose, yes, that's true. So I, I shrug, look at Vec, I shrug, and look at Davik. So, what do you think, Cass? Like, do we talk to Valen? Well, I don't think we should leave without talking to him. Okay. I don't know. I motion towards the house over the way. <laughs> kind of shrug. <laughs> I, I would like to speak to Captain Colmar. Yes. Well, you want me to walk you to the comms again? If you want. I... <laughs> All right, so they're heading to the comms. We're splitting up. Jad's taking off to go to the ship. Okay. Um, I'll give... Where are you headed, Jad? Before I'll you go... I'll give the ship once over. All right, meet you in the hangar. Before Cass goes, I'll produce my data pad, and we all have data pads, do we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll get you to uh, take your data pad out, and I'll just sort of transfer over the files that I grabbed from uh, my research the other night. Mm. Show those if you're able to get in touch with him. Maybe show him those. Any information I was able to grab, I figured it'd be useful. And I'll just like look over to Jad and be like, Jad, wait up, I'll I'll come help you. That's uh, okay, I got it. What? Jad's plan is to go give the ship a once over, close the cockpit door, and pass out in the pilot seat. <laughs> and sleep on the rest of the hangover. <laughs> you, sir, need a higher brawn rating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I have a functional migraine. Thank Cass you very much. hasn't gone to bed yet. Does that take into account anything yet? Or You're pretty tired right now. I would say that's probably worth a bit of strain. Yeah, that's true, actually. You're uh, you're taking two strain for that. Yeah, I didn't need it. I guess I'm not hungover, though. With but... the, the success on the um, resilience check, I was picturing that until I get more rest, I'd be taking a setback die all day. Yep. But I figured like, I'd make the joke to him. Uh, functional migraine. Yeah, yeah. You know, having first of all slept off, you know, originally, and then napping in the ship, can I get rid of my two strain? Yeah, after yeah. napping in the ship, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can't I'm assuming, it. I'm assuming also that you've sort of given me that, like, yeah, that kind of that vague thing. This is not the first time. Yeah, I'll just yeah this is. Do you guys have anything in particular? I'm going to go say bye to Charlotte, and yep. probably do one last dance lesson with her, and then. Alright. You're the cutest droid ever. And uh, I'm coming with. Uh, we talked to Captain Palmer. Alright, so you three make it to the uh, communication suite. It takes a few moments to relay everything through. Bounces off a few cell towers, whatever. And eventually a really crackly, bad, you know, horribly staticky hologram of Captain Palmer appears. Howdy. Oh. Good morning, Captain. Kind of gives a nod. Just like, flight officer. Gentlemen. 
Just wish to inform you of the updates in our, our schedule. So as I mentioned to you previously, we have inquired a debt to the Duro family, and so we are being asked to go on a mission to Duro for some... Atmospheric reclamation. Atmospheric reclamation, yes. I just wanted to inform you that that's where we're going to be for the next little while. Kind of gives a nod, he's like, All right. Daddy always said it's important to be a responsible corporate citizen. Yes, of course, flight officer. We want to make sure that our debts to them are paid and that we're in good standing with them, of course. Yes, you have permission to embark on this mission, but I do want your team back here as soon as possible. Yes, sir. I have some notes for you that uh, Davik has researched that you may find of use. He essentially says that he'll set up whatever the electronic version of a dead drop is, and like it'll get sent somewhere, and then his people will come find it, so it doesn't get traced back to the base itself. Sir, is there any news on your end that you believe that we should be aware of? Nah, it's kind of gives a shrug. It's like, seen any news of it's a bit on lately? Uh, last night, sir. Then no. We don't have any intel on planet at the moment. Uh, any connections that we have had have actually gone dark. It's a bit worrisome, but not all that unexpected considering the way events turned out. I'll let you know if I have anything new, but at the moment, no. Just focus on getting your team back here. All right. Uh, Jalma, would you mind excusing me for a moment so I can speak with the commander? I kind of saw her off. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, my really shitty salute. Sir, I wish to address to you about Prince. About him. He has expressed interest in becoming one of us. Can he a small smile? That's good. I don't know if it is in his best interest to stay with us or if it is in his best interest to go somewhere else. As of right now, I believe it is not expected that he is going to be attending this mission with us. And I am not 100% confident that that is the right decision to make. What is your opinion, sir? Kind of gives a, a moment to consider your words, and he's like, Well, Prince Valen isn't under my command. I can't order him to go anywhere. That's true. Do you think he's in danger with the Dolos? No, but I don't necessarily think that it's... I don't know. I have a strange... I don't know. I feel respons- personally responsible for his safety, and I don't feel that I can obtain that if I'm on another planet, sir. Be that as it may, Flight Officer, you can't leave the planet you're on until you deal with this issue of uh, Mr. Ulat's outstanding debts to the family. That's correct. All right. The young prince of Onderon is an important asset for us, and I won't pretend that he isn't. But at the same time, he is just one person. We need to focus on the bigger picture sometimes, Cass. Of course. Of course, you're right, sir. Thank you for your wisdom, as always. Of course. I call them back in there. Do either of you wish to, to say anything to the commander? I had a few things that I wanted to talk to him. Yeah. So, sir... How's the way out? Oh, I'll let that go first. <laughs> That's real kind of you, Gar. I'm real, real glad that you're letting me do that. Uh, so, uh, sir, I'm sure you've been hearing the news. Yes. I'm wondering... Oh, is this private? Should I be outside? I don't know. You tell me. Hi. Water right. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm kind of worried about my family. How so? Well... The news report that I saw said that there was something about an explosion that they could trace that had, like, signature equipment with it. And if they can trace that to me, they can trace that back to my family. How likely is it that it can be traced back to you specifically? I don't know, but on the news, the Imperials have been saying that they have something that they can follow. All right, Mr. Tomah. First off, I want you to remember, the news is propaganda. I trust everything the imps tell you. Yes, sir. But I will pull strings with some contacts that I have and see if I can get a local cell there to get your family into hiding. Of course. Head down. Okay. Then he walks out and goes, Everything I right? What was that, car? <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to intrude on something private. That's why I left for you. Okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm still in there. Yeah, I know. I'm just chilling out. Alright, Captain, I believe that is everything that we wish to speak to you about. Thank you for that, officer. I will notify you upon our return. 
Good luck. May the force be with you. Thank you, sir. Okay. You probably look slightly dejected at the point where you don't get to go play with the ship. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to tell you about my Vibrosaur and the New Balance Health. If you want to go tinker with that. I'll, like, pat my toolkit. <laughs> um, I'm going to actually get you to roll that retroactively, just we're running up to our, our end time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can um, I flip a destiny point for it now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which mod are you adding? The plus, plus one. one. Yeah. Okay. When she comes out, I'm going to put my uh, hat up my head and be like, yeah, I... I'm yeah. worried, but it's my job to worry. Oh, sweet. Well, anything I can do to help? I'm going to pause for a second, and if she doesn't say anything, I'm just going to start sauntering back towards the ship. What'd you get in your tinker roll? So I got a success and a triumph. We can look up the rules for how that works specifically, but okay. like I said, we're running out of time and there is yeah, a, a bit more that I want to get through. Swing by his majesty's place and then <laughs> to the ship. Yep, pretty much. And then uh, handle Duros. You were asleep on the ship. Everyone else is kind of meeting up. Are we heading over to see Van? Yep. Sure. Shane has me walk up the walk. <laughs> You're home! Valen is actually in uh, the backyard of his house uh, and is at the moment moving through uh, a few uh, katas in forms that uh, Obi taught him earlier that day. Well, that's mighty fine. Why aren't you doing that at the dance? Uh, Graceful. Jason, yep. Uh, I'm wondering if there's an equivalent of just like a local postal system because I, I just want to mail that recording to yep. my mom. It's sent. Yep. That's fine. And I do whatever is necessary to send all the documents that we found to yeah. drop. Valen doesn't have a specific answer for you, but just kind of laughs and uh, puts the sort of side as you guys walk up. Looks like what you did. Just kind of waiting for Cass to take charge. <laughs> He's a good teacher. Valen, we are... We are leaving planet for about a week on a mission for... Uh, My daddy wants some debts paid. He kind of gives in. He's like, I'm aware. So yeah, um, I just wanted to make sure that you're all right, and that you're going to be safe. He smiles. He's like, I'll be fine, Cass. I promise. Gar's family's been great to us so far, and actually, your father's arranged me to have a meeting with the Dictat tomorrow. So, I wouldn't be able to go with you even if I could. It's too important to help my people. Well, you watch yourself. Some of them uh, city folk are sharp, but hopefully you can handle them. And I put out my hand to give him a good handshake. (laughs) Shakes it firmly. He's like, (laughs) I'll keep my eyes open. Valen, if you can handle a dolo, you can handle any of these guys. I don't think I ain't been handled by no one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I like give the like the okay symbol. <laughs> he uh, kind of uh, gives almost a, a bow to uh, to Obi. He's like, "Continue when you get back. You're supposed to be with you." And you <laughs> kind of smiles because in his mind he doesn't understand the importance of that line yet. <laughs> you know, shakes hands with Davik too. Yep. Says, hmm, "Looks like you get a promotion." Heading a team for a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. As long as the stats paid, I'll be okay. After. And at this point, uh, our young prince is at cast and kind of rocks back on the balls of his feet a little bit, and is uh, a very different picture than the all um, you know fairly confident warrior type person you just walked in on. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of give a look around and just like, oh, I gotta turn around. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Gar is the first one to notice. <laughs> I'll follow. Can <laughs> <laughs> of smile? Just on your shadow again. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Valen smiles and blushes unintentionally. You'll be careful. Yes, of course I will. See me back. Yeah. He leans and he kisses you on the cheek. Pass. Blushes and walks away. He grabs your hand and pulls you into a better kiss. <laughs> Cass is a few minutes late getting to this <laughs> Alright. That was quick. Cass turns like a thousand shades of red and like takes refuge in some <laughs> random corner of the ship. It's for a bunk. <laughs> yeah. See, if she's going to a bunk already, he didn't do a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Andrew, I need you to assemble me a mechanics pool against an average difficulty test. Certainly. So you're going to keep me out of trouble, right? Last time I had a good wheel mission on Duro, the aliens didn't like me so much. Don't refer to them as aliens. <laughs> Alright, any other helpful dudes? Look to me first before you say anything too loudly. Alright, you'll be my native guide, and I'll give you a slap <laughs> on the shoulder. I'll just sort of... <sighs> Yeah, as long as you just as long as you call me that just to me and no one else. I'm gonna look over to Obi and be like, "This will go much better than last time." <laughs> okay, so I got uh, 
Two success <laughs> and two advantage. Alright. So the trip to Duros is a fair or Duro is a fairly uneventful one. And uh, throughout the week you lead a rather competent team of mechanics, and I assume that the mechanically inclined among you also help and join in on that team. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And yeah. I refer to my native guide that I don't call a native guide in public. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I can even help a little bit. He's my new, uh, uh, my guide. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, <laughs> if this how like the actual whole trip goes, <laughs> like not only will I be impressed by your mechanical assistance, but the fact that you actually didn't make an, a total ass of yourself. <laughs> you know what? Like that's hey, you know what? Yeah, that's. Oh, yeah, you're gonna have a sore or shoulder by the end no, of the day. That's okay. You should be like, thanks for that all week. <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> all right. So at the end of the week, you were thanked for your service. The, the foreman shakes hands. Thank you. Oh, and yeah. Passes you over a coat cylinder. Uh, and he says, uh, it's from Mr. Dolo to be reviewed as soon as you can upon the completion of your assignment, which you've just done. So. Okay. And apparently your, and your payment should be transferred to you shortly. Thank you. I was glad I could help. All right. So, uh, yeah, the week of fairly innocuous helping the natives that we don't call natives. Jad takes everyone else on a grand tour. Yeah. And, and Vec is making a point to, like, lay low the whole time. Cause he's, like, until he hears back that his family's okay, he's having a shitty time and doesn't want to talk to anybody. Okay, so you get back to the ship, everyone does, and, you know, showers are had, whatever. I'm going to check that coat cylinder. All together or just on your own? On my own. All right. It appears to be a message from Dietlam and is addressed to everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll assemble everyone then, I guess. Hey, it's a message from my daddy. Apparently. Uh, so I'll put it, actually, I'll patch it into the hollow display. Alright. So, uh, as you do that, a, uh, not quite, but almost life-sized image of Dietlam uh, materializes. My daddy never does anything small. <laughs> and, uh, he kind of smiles, and but it's a, a pain. Smile and then it just goes away. Takes a breath. Mr. Ula, thank you for your assistance and work. You may consider your debts to my family paid. The ship, the Platinum Minoc, has been signed over to your ownership. Uh, it is still listed as being a vessel under the Corellian Merchants Guild, but no longer has any ties to the Dolo family. Each of your accounts is being transferred 100 credits. Gar. You are receiving an extra hundred as well. It should be enough to get you somewhere in the Outer Rim if you want to. Should you choose to not stay with the Rebellion. I am intentionally, by the way, not using the asset. This is business time, Daddy. (laughs) You will not be returning to Corellia. Go as far and as fast as you can away from here. The day before you arrived... What did he do? I was contacted by an agent of the Imperial Security Bureau regarding Prince Valen. Fully aware that he was on his way in transit to my house and that you all were with him. Each of you were named. You are all considered fugitives of the Empire. I apologize that the Prince is out of your grasp. I wish it could have gone down a different way. I'm proud of you, son, for fighting the fight that I cannot bring in. But this is what had to be done for the protection and safety of our family. By the time that you receive this message, Prince Valen of Onderon will be in custody with the Imperial Security Bureau. Run, God. Run as fast as you can and get to the ring. I'll miss you. And the transition cuts in. Gar, tell me you didn't know anything about this. If I find out differently, I'm putting a blaster to your heads. You drop the rifle off over my shoulder. It's fine. Really? That's how you want to play this? Yep. Good take swing at him. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to step in the way and okay. just let you hit me solid in the face as hard as you can. <laughs> Average is two, is it? Yep. Okay. And so it's one, two, three successes, and two advantage. Yep. With a brawl attack, so I do six damage and uh, 
the advantage gets spent on putting you on your ass. Excellent. So, in my heavy clothing, because we're on a mission, physically I take no damage, but I'm knocked square on my ass. Mm-hmm. I take my action to stand, to stand up again and basically assume the position for you to hit me again. I'm just going to have very angry, wild, crazy eyes. That it's not that I want to hit him again, but I'm kind of peering around him and looking at you and just being like, I did not do that. And I motion towards the hologram. Good. That's all I wanted to know. And I turn around and I walk away. What did my daddy say? Let's recount, like, everything he said. The one difference that would be recounted is that in the initial pitch, mm-hmm. it was that you would be an independent contractor, and now all ties to the yes, ships true. and the Dola family have been cut. <clears throat> you were too scared to ask. I kind of wander out of the deck. <laughs> I adjust my head. Dad was just gonna sit down in like the one of the chairs in the lounge area. Just think about it, shake his head. Figure you're probably gonna hear random thumps as I'm punching walls. Oh, it's probably. gonna take about twenty minutes of cool down before I come back and need to talk to Cass directly. <laughs> Chad's just gonna look at Cass and go, So where are we going? Talk to final. To be continued. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. For character bios, fan art, and more, check out our wiki page at roguesalliance.wikia.com. Music and sound effects are owned by LucasArts, Lucasfilm, Valve, The Walt Disney Company, or are from the sites freesound.org, freesfx.co.uk, and tabletopaudio.com. Questions and comments can be sent to feedback at roguesalliance.ca. Tune in every two weeks for more of our ongoing adventures as we blow stuff up, learn rules, and generally have a good time. All right, so... Give me a sec to squeak up my chair here. Yeah, yeah, get yourself in position. Did you just tell Ryan to assume the position? I always tell Ryan to assume the position. Yeah, but I don't always do it. <laughs> so... <You're deviant. laughs> Like it's, it's Irving's planting trees. Yeah. Customary wager that they make with themselves. Instead, it was agreed. Each other. <laughs> Grammar correction. Really? Sorry. <laughs> Pedantic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. This was definitely gonna have a like cut section. <laughs> I really need to make sure that that is noted down. <laughs> Valen equals Jedi. Valen well. equals... <laughs> 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 that was the worst use of triumph I've ever seen. <laughs> Making Sith God. Cass <laughs> <laughs> needs to just stop caring about people, but because everybody that she cares for ends up going to the dark side. No, 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 no. Just care for obnoxious people. <laughs> and nobody can tell Gar to do nothing. <laughs> and, and, and the terrible thing that uh, Vec did was totally controlled. <laughs> yeah, come on. And, and, and let's be honest. Cass I mean, doesn't even know that happened. No. Valen's probably not going to go to the dark side. I mean, why would he ever go to the dark side? It's not like his last family member was just killed and his planet was enslaved. <laughs> <laughs> Those lessons locked away somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he still has all his limbs. <laughs> yeah, we're still in the first episode. <laughs> I almost feel like the other guy being drunk should give him a setback die because it's harder to intimidate a drunk person. Intimidate? Yes. <laughs> Shut up, I'm drinking. <laughs>